0: Hello, internet peeps, and welcome to another edition of Escape Room Side Quest. I am Joe Doves.
1: I'm Andy, and you can probably hear my dog in the background
0: drinking water and water is good you gotta gotta keep hydrated. so th- so this is episode eleven of uh... what is that
1: I said, speaking of being hydrated so then I opened
0: the beer <laughs> I have a coffee here. I have a mocha swirl. Coffee because I'm a basic white bitch, I guess. I don't know. How's that working out? Yeah, usually it's a pumpkin, but today's gonna be a little bit of mocha. But here we are with another video game podcast, and um, we have a lot to cover actually this week. Uh, some down news that is not technically video game news, which we'll talk about, Stanley. Um,
1: just like the rest of the internet. Look <laughs> oh, at! I think it's clean. You can quit licking it. Thank
0: you. No more bowl for you.
1: I put I, I ate some mac and cheese. And I left the bowl down for her to lick. She's just been licking it herself.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, usually, what we start with our new segment is the Wheel of Quest. I think that's what we uh, called it, right? <laughs>
1: Uh, I don't know. You didn't. I, honestly, it's not typed in here. If it's not in the
0: document, then I don't know. It doesn't exist. Yeah, I'll listen back to the last episode. We'll call it Wheel of Quest right now. I think that's the name I gave it. But we still have stuff that were unfinished. Like you said, beat it. you have beat a co-op game, which you haven't done yet, you said. Um, and I have two that I still haven't... Well, I, I started Parasite Eve which we'll discuss on what we've been playing, and uh, beat an adventure game, what I haven't done yet. So we're going to start the wheel spins. And w- how this works is that uh, we're capped at five quests. So, like, I have two. If I get three more spins and I haven't done any of the quests, that means I can get a wheel spin uh, on the new episode. I would have to pretty much... Uh, Beat one of my quests in order to get a spin,
1: that couldn't happen until like next year,
0: Mhm, pretty much, but uh Andy, we're gonna start with your spin first
1: Good. Give me, a, give
0: me a good one this time, yeah, so this is a audio podcast you so you will hear the uh spin uh you won't see the wheel though, but I'll tell you what happens, so I'm spinning it right now, and Andy has not. That's another beta co-op game. I'm going to do another spin for you.
1: God damn it. What the hell?
0: So we're going to spin again. This is for Andy. Round and round we go. And Andy gets beta fifth generation game.
1: Uh, uh Oh, that's
2: what you have.
0: Yep. So I'll type that. Oh, you got that. I see you're typing that right now. All right. Time for me. Here we go. Spin, 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 spin. Beat a co-op game. God damn it.
1: <laughs> are, you, are you sure your wheels calibrated properly?
0: Do you want me to spin again?
1: <laughs> no, you can, no, just take that one. Maybe we can beat the same co-op game and we'll both get it.
0: Yeah, that's a good idea. Beat. I'm just
1: saying, you only spun it seven times. Right? One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, seven times, and three of them have been beat a co-op game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I'll do a funzy one right now and see uh, what we have here.
1: Beat an adventure game or whatever. Beat an RPG. Uh, okay, so it, it does work. Okay. Yeah.
0: All right. I just want to one. do. One, I just want to do one more spin. <laughs> <laughs> Win a match online. Okay, so it does work this wheel. Okay, so
1: uh, it just it's fucking works. It. Okay.
0: Uh-huh. It's- yeah so there we go we have um you have beat the fifth generation game uh, and i have beat a co-op game and my quests are filling up like every backlog game that i have ever
1: if we could just find a fifth generation game that has online co-op and coincidentally is an adventure game we could both wipe out all the quests in one
0: game
1: i don't know if such a thing exists
0: we have to find like a, uh, I know there's a program out there where we could co-op together through a third party, through a uh, emulator. So anyway, Andy, what the hell have you been playing?
1: Uh, a bunch of games. Sorry, I had an idea for a game, and I
0: had to Google it real quick. <laughs> what was it? It's an RPG. Uh,
1: anyway, I've been playing really only two games. Uh, this is more pertinent to Big Trouble. But I've been watching a ton of movies, so I haven't had a lot of time for games. But Fallout 76 came out. So I started that, and I guess a lot of people on the internet don't like that game, but I think it's fine. I mean, it's not brilliant really or anything. The one thing I miss the most is bats. Like, it's still in the game, but it doesn't stop. You don't get to target body parts and take a bunch of shots and stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. That's what I
1: like. Now it's just, it kind of does it automatically for you.
0: Are you playing with friends?
1: Um, friends have the game, but we haven't been able to sync up yet, schedules being weird. You know, it's it's the week of Thanksgiving, and everyone's like, you know, going home for Thanksgiving, or one of my buddies is moving, or, you know, stuff like that. And then my schedule's been shitty, because i got to watch a movie, so I'm obsessive.
0: Now, uh, how how long have you played this game, by the way?
1: Oh, uh, probably less than four hours.
0: Now the four hours that you played when you were doing it solo, did you enjoy it? Did you? I mean, yes. I, I wouldn't say like you're biased because uh, you're kind of biased because you're from West Virginia and you got the nostalgia. Oh,
1: 100% bias. A lot of the enjoyment I got was when I got out of the vault. I went straight to Point Pleasant, which is where I live, and you know it was just super novel, like looking around Point Pleasant while being in Point Pleasant IRL. It, it, it was hilarious and novel. Yeah, that, that was a lot of the enjoyment I got. But also, you know, I'm shooting guys, I'm scavenging stuff, I'm poking around, you know.
0: Because um, I still want to get it because I'm a big Fallout fan, but I also want to wait until they patch things up.
1: Oh, yeah, that game's, that game's going to get a patch a fucking week for like a year or a bit. But it's mean, a Bethesda game. Of course, it's full. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't
0: like...
1: just mean those giant mosquitoes that attack me.
0: And what really pretty, because I, I want to get it so I can play with you and your friends. If you guys allow me to, to join.
1: No, you're, 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 we only play with people who live in West
0: Virginia. Hey, we have Zach in the chat, by the way. Welcome chat. Uh, Zach. <laughs> Welcome chat.
1: Welcome to the Zach
0: chat. Speaking of my friends in West Virginia. <laughs> West Virginia. Yeah. Um, because, like I said, I, I do want to get it, but there's so many fucking games out that I want to get. I want to get the Let's Go Pikachu. Uh... Yeah, I
1: want to get I want to get Let's Go. Part of me regrets, like I, I love Fallout. And I got the Collector's Edition, so obviously it had to be better or not.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But uh, part of me regrets not getting Red Dead instead. was kind of Um That new Pokemon looks like a lot of fun. Uh, there were a couple. Of yeah, and I, I, I skipped um, the the Taiko Drummer game on the Switch. I skipped um, S N K 40th Anniversary Collection for the Switch. Which, if anyone is listening that still needs to get me something for Christmas, there's an idea for
0: you. Hint, hint. anybody in the chat? With <laughs> um, me, like, and I I know I already said it. I do want to get it, and I I just want to wait for the patch. Because you got Let's Go Pikachu, uh, oh. I want to get Starlink. Uh,
2: yeah. Did you
1: Did you oh, you obviously did what you're saying? Like,
0: yeah, I didn't get it because I I had bills to pay on my first paycheck when I got it.
2: Fuck bills.
0: <laughs> I wish I could say fuck bills because I <laughs> would buy more games than ever. Um, Yeah, but there's so many other games I want to play before I play Fallout 76. And all the reports I've been hearing about it it, it, not because of it, like, oh, it's not don't have a single player, so it's garbage. Like, I actually did see... Of course it
2: doesn't. That's the point.
0: Yeah. It, the reports I've been seeing where it's like, oh, it, it, it it's literally broken <laughs> to the point where there, glitches could happen. There's scripters that could uh, hack the game. So that I already heard that people are hacking the nuke thing so that people are getting nuked uh, by cheaters, pretty much
1: my uh my brother-in-law got the game and he said that the moment he exited the vault like there was already a countdown in the world because someone was already using a nuke it wasn't anywhere near him but mm. it was just funny he said as soon as you got out of the vault was there already a nuke is that like a story event I was like no you're just lucky <laughs> i guess
0: <laughs> yeah and then there's a lot of because the game is hooked to a server uh you could disconnect any time and lose your shit uh, if you don't have a uh, like a because you have home bases and you could like build a crate and put your stuff in there and if you have like important items and important resources and all of a sudden the server crashes sometimes uh, when it gets back you can get your stuff that is still there when you re log but then other times you can't so I, I imagine if I'm been playing for like four hours and i've been doing all these quests and gathering all these uh caps and stuff and resources and then out of nowhere the the server crashes because bethesda likes to make broken games and is doing that like i would be pissed me personally like i said yeah, but... I
1: mean, anyone would be it's a, it's on the the onus is on bethesda to competently make a game and like i said i've only played it for four hours but I just don't see what everyone online is whining about. I, I was reading a really good um, Reddit post on—I don't know if it was Fallout subreddit or the Fallout 26 subreddit. I can't remember. What it was, but um, someone was talking about how the game was doing miserably on Metacritic, and you know, Metacritic—who cares? But regardless, he, he was using—he um, he had a bulleted list of like the main problems people were citing, and they were all horseshit. It was mm-hmm. like, it's not a real survival game. If you want to play a survival game, go play Rust, which, you know, fuck you. That's, you know, it's Fallout 76. It's not, you know, that. A lot of people were saying, this isn't the Fallout I grew up with. It's not like regular Fallout. Again, they said it wasn't, it was going to be online. It's exactly what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. and And so on and so forth. Like a bunch of like non-criticisms like that. And then again yeah there's some bugs in it but it's it's the stupid like charming kind of dumb bugs that we're used to in elder scrolls and i'm not giving bethesda a pass they make some pretty shoddy games let's face it but when they're as ambitious as bethesda's games are i guess that's that kind of comes with the territory Mm -hmm. I'm, i'm not giving them a pass but the glitches i have encountered haven't exactly deleted my save or anything they've just been like a guy fell through, through the world or something. I didn't even see that. That's just an example. I did see that in uh, Skyrim. So hang
0: out. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it's it, it, like, I like the world of Fallout. That's the reason why I would probably get it. Um, the only thing that would piss me off is that it, 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 not piss me off, but it kind of feels empty, the world. It's it. <laughs>
1: What do you want? Also, it's Appalachia. And, trust me, being a resident of it most of my life, not a
0: lot here. <laughs> yeah, but what I'm trying to say is, like, instead of having these hollow tapes, and I, I get the story that this is 25 years after the bombs have dropped, so, yeah, like... are like,
1: the first people to come out of the wasteland.
0: hmm So, like, not having a established towns kind of does make sense. But I, I would feel like tribes and, um... Like little settlements would be around by twenty five years, it, it, or at least the first two years when you get out of the vault.
1: Is there nothing like that at all in the game? I mean, there hasn't been as far as I've seen. Mm. I've only been to like Point Pleasant in the surrounding area, just screwing around.
0: Yeah, like, like I said, like I've and I heard the respawns on the enemies are kind of uh stupid. Like you would kill a zombie. And then, like two seconds later, like five feet away from you, they would respawn.
1: I don't know about five feet away from you, but yeah, I was running into that a little bit. I when I was in Point Pleasant, I found the Mothman Museum, and I killed all the enemies. And then I went inside and was like poking around and like, ha, that's neat. It's kind of like it is in real life, haha. And then like some more stuff spawned outside, and like it didn't, it didn't kill me or anything, but I could hear the gunshots and stuff, and I was like, oh god, damn it, now I gotta go do this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, the, the respawn is kind of quick, but I guess it's so that if you want to go to an area to complete a mission or something, you don't have to wait around all day. Maybe I don't know. I'm trying to get a benefit.
0: Yeah, what I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm gonna wait a little bit. That's fine. To buy it, it's probably gonna be a Christmas buy for me. Mm. I think that's when they'll have a patch out, and it would be. Maybe they'll add a little more, you know, nice stuff for us to play in it. So, uh, yeah, so meet me on the Wasteland Christmas.
1: I'll be there waiting already. Sweet. Hey, you know what I played that isn't divisive on the internet is a Beat Saber.
0: Yeah, and I saw you uh, play it on your stream. You were streaming yeah. it.
1: Played it just a bit earlier. It just came out yesterday. Man, like, like I was saying before, the game has got it hooks in. it gets so much fun. When I bought PlayStation VR, it was more or less for one game I really wanted to play. Um, Super Hot, and mm-hmm. Super Hot is still the best PlayStation VR game. But like when I was at work today, all I could think about was, man, I want to play Beat Saber. On my lunch break, I played one quick song on Beat Saber because I was just like so anxious to play that game. It, <laughs> I'm excited about it like I was for Super Hot. There's a lot of other PSVR games that I've got. I, got, um, uh, I was talking about Thumper and uh, Super Hypercube and a couple other things some other episodes. And they're super fun and everything. There's nothing wrong with them. But man, Beat Saber is so cool. For anyone who doesn't know, Beat Saber is basically just you stand in place and each of the two wands is a lightsaber in a nutshell. And cubes come at you to, to the beat of a song and you cut them up with your lightsaber. Sounds super basic, but it'll wear you out. And it is honestly so cool. And it's fun. It's super
0: fun. It's a good workout and um, there's good songs in it. Actually the bass songs that they have in it is pretty uh, it's like house music in a way.
1: Yeah, it's like electronica house music kind of stuff. There's five exclusive songs for the PlayStation release, which are gonna come to the PC version later.
2: Mm-hmm. It's kind of a shame.
1: The PC version has a lot more songs and has the ability to add custom songs. Like people will program um, you know, pop releases and stuff. I saw a video, a big part of why I wanted this game so bad is I saw a video Online of someone playing expert mode to Eminem's uh, "Rap God." I'm mm-hmm. not the biggest Eminem fan, but I really like that song, and it was—it's so fucking cool. I really wish I had access to that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, I have. Um, I have it on the Oculus Rift, and uh, I played the Pokemon theme song. On, uh,
1: <laughs> See, I what I thought of That's yeah. what I want.
2: I,
0: I feel like PlayStation will somehow where you could input like a USB device and do that. Uh just like Rock Band, I believe.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there's gonna be DLC and stuff. It's very rock band-ish in uh, in that regard. But uh it's only thirty bucks, which was super nice, and there's gonna be DLC down the road, but thirty bucks well spent, man. I get so much fun and I barely scratched the surface.
0: Mm-hmm. Um was my you
2: play games or did you just sit around and do nothing?
0: No, I actually played some games. Uh, like I said before, I started Parasite Eve. Uh, I forgot how good that game that was back in the day. Uh, it was made by um, S- Square Soft, not Square Enix, because Square Enix. And uh, it's an RPG. I- I to- when I used to play it back in the day, like I, I was dumb when I played video games back in the day. I'll, I'll i still don't when I
1: play video
0: games yeah when i when, when i first saw parasite eve i'm like oh it's like a little resident evil game right because you know they're shooting like these uh, little monster things and yeah, it's like
1: resident evil but you're a chick yeah except sometimes you're a chick in resident
0: evil, so <laughs> yeah it, i i remember resident evil 2 and parasite eve going hand in hand or being on the blockbuster shelf when i was sure lived, so. yeah blockbuster that's an ancient name to some kids these days
1: yeah google Google blockbuster kids
0: back in the day where we didn't just rent off of the playstation we went to a store and said hey i want to borrow this for a day or two and you would pay like seven dollars but um (laughs) anyway uh we'll see what zach said zach said parasite EV is great i agree it's cool cool weird mix of turn-based rpg and quasi horror Hara. i know I know he's a big fan of it he
1: and i were supposed to play it for episode irrelevant stuff but you know life gets
0: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah and um i started I, I only played like an hour or two because you know when you're adult you don't have that much time how are
1: you
0: playing it? Did you download
1: it on your your PlayStation, or did you, you get it in it, or what? Uh, or good
0: it on the PlayStation. Uh, good old emulator.
2: <laughs>
0: Boo. Boo. I I I don't have a uh, like a tube TV to play any of the retro games and shit. And I my 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 desk that I have here. I, I believe if I add one more piece of uh, technology on it, it's gonna collapse. It's, <laughs> so,
1: well, I could talk to you for the rest of the night about how I think you should do it. and blah, But whatever, you played Parasite Eve. I'm just glad that you played a Retro game because mm. that just that just tickles tickles the heartstrings.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm gonna get more into retro. So,
1: you better. I mean, it's Christmas. It's a bad time to do it. The new shit's coming.
2: Yeah, whatever, man. What do you do you.
0: Yeah. Um, I played Red Dead Two. I played a lot of Red Dead Two, and I kind I kind of want to give my opinion on it a little bit.
2: Uh-huh.
0: It's a good. Well, game. But that sounds like
2: it's going to be negative.
0: It's a good game. It's a it it's a it's a masterpiece. It's like a you're playing a movie. Uh, there is a lot of times where you're on a horse and you're just like, man, I'm traveling a lot more than playing this game, which. You feel like you're in the Wild West. You're like you're on a horse. Uh, the missions are pretty cool. I hate the fucking controls. I think Rockstar needs to fix their controls in their game. Yeah,
2: I never. I played a ton of
1: Grand Theft Auto Five. A lot of it online, and I just never got used to the controls. I just you just learned to tolerate. I was <laughs> really hoping they clean.
0: Yeah, like the the dead. Uh, I think it's called Dead Eye, um, where you you hit a button and you could do like a quick draw and you could kill people. Um I ne- I only played a little bit of the first Red Dead. Uh so me going into Red Dead 2 is actually pretty good because it's a prequel and then I can go back and play Red Red Dead 1.
1: You definitely should. My favorite game of that generation. That's going to be like for ages at this
0: Yeah, it it just has a real slow pacing uh Red Dead 2. I know you'll like it, Andy. Like, this is <laughs> down your uh, alley of games. It's got slow
2: pacing.
1: And lots of boring stuff. Andy's
0: going to... Oh, uh, no. It, it, it's slow for me. Because, like, I just want to get it right into the action. I kind of yeah. want... I just want to go, hey, I want to go rob this train. I want to go kill this gang. Uh, I hate the traveling. Even though it's interesting. I love how they do the traveling where random shit happens. Like, you'll be... Riding your horse, and then all of a sudden this lady, or, or this guy goes, I just got bit by a snake, bit by a snake, help me, help me, get me medicine. And then he's like, psych bitch, you're fucking getting robbed. And I'm like, yeah. oh, holy fuck. And you, there's a lot of Easter eggs too. Like there's, um I'm trying not to spoil it for you in any way, but they, they kind of do funny stuff to the point of, uh um futuristic stuff that's all i'll say um and then there's ufos
2: (laughs) oh yeah i mean
1: that's fun there's a there is a weird like sub story genre weird thing about ufos in in americana like old americana so hey that could be Mm
0: -hmm. and what's really interesting is like when i want to play poker or dominoes for hours, you can <laughs> in that game. It's kind of like uh, Witcher 3, where you want to play Gwynth. Uh... Yeah,
1: I, I get lost in that stuff. There was like a full casino in Yakuza, and I swear I played it one day for like two hours. And it was just dumb shit, like blackjack and poker. Mm-hmm. And I made a ton of money, but to what end? You know, it was just, I was having fun. I was gambling. It was fun. Yeah. And,
0: um, and uh... the horses agree. I could go. Talk hours about this, but what really bums me out about the game is that I'm only on chapter two. There's like five chapters, I believe, and I still haven't got out of chapter two. Like, I've done, I I went straight to missions. Like, I would go, Oh, I want to go do all these missions. I'm like, Damn, I did like seven missions and I'm still in chapter two.
2: Okay, I'm gonna,
1: we're gonna, we're gonna um, pull an audible on this play and uh, normally question the cast is later in the show, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna kick you one now. We may, we may have talked about this before, but I would think at any great length, how important is the length of a game to you? Because usually people would say, I want this game to be as long as possible. I'm paying $60, I want to get the absolute bang for my buck. I want this game to take forever. Oh my God. Dragon Quest is 110 hours. Of course, I want that game. Or would you rather, do you prefer like a condensed product? Like something that is like, oh, it's only 30 hours, but oh, oh this game's so good. Every second. It's great. There's no grinding. There's no riding a horse, pulling on my deck all day.
0: Yeah, I I guess it's um, it depends because if I have time, I think it would be great. Uh, as a person that works overnight and then has to sleep and then only have like a couple of hours of play. Well, like- let's face it,
1: we don't have time. I mean, I don't. You don't. Most adults don't. We've all got a life and stuff. So. If I was a kid, I'd want a game to be long. I mean, I played Grand Theft Auto Three and Vice City and stuff in high school forever. Mm-hmm. But as it sits, maybe a shorter game is what you're looking for because it's something you can actually play and get way.
0: Yeah, and that's I'm gonna go based off of if I don't have work. Like this is a, it's a good length game. I could get a lot of mileage out of this game, and that's a good thing. Uh, to the point, especially if you don't have any money and you can't, you don't buy games every week or every month and all that stuff, like this sure. game will at least last you a couple of months until an, uh, you have enough money for a new game. I keep uh, telling
1: myself I'm going
0: to be like that. But yeah. Well, that's the nature of the beast. Like when you have money and there's these games and you're just like, I want to play this game. I'm going to buy that game. Yeah.
1: <laughs> absolutely i get my mindset a lot you know i've been paid i've got you know i'm doing pretty good financially i have been for a year or more year or more than that for the last year specifically i've been sitting pretty all right so every once in a while i like, you know what i want this game i'm gonna treat myself hard goddamn it
2: mm-hmm. and then
1: i get it and then uh, the, of the north star i played that game like twice and now it has sat on my shelf since what the second week in october or something. great job okay. i got i got 10 new dreamcast games Weeks ago. I haven't played one of them. I played one of them for like 10 minutes just to make sure. That's it. That's all I've done. Why do mm-hmm. I have this game? I just, I saw the opportunity. And yeah, that's, it.
2: That's,
0: it. that's it. Yeah, Zach said in the chat, by the way, uh, aka Zork, uh, <laughs> I don't really have a preference. of going bro. Yeah. Uh,
2: he's uh, get pieces to
1: his house and someone's gonna
0: try to steal his garbage. They're gonna send like a million dildos to his house. I'm sorry, Zach. Um,
2: no,
0: that's okay. I'm sure he'll enjoy it. <laughs> He says I don't really have a, a preference for length of games, but I find that the sweet spot for great games is like 10 to 25 hours, which I have to agree with him on that. Like 25 hours is my max. You guys are real
1: close. Mine's 30. 30 is like for some reason 30 hours. When I hear 30 hours, I think, mm-hmm. That sounds right mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about 30. 30 and for some reason twelve. Those are my two favorite experiences. Because like a twelve hour game, you can like knock out in a week if you're determined. Like if you've got like a whole weekend and all you've got to do is laundry or something, a, a, an eight to twelve hour game is a delight. But you know, for some reason I feel like thirty is good. Twenty five to thirty.
0: And I've been learning uh, And this is gonna sound ridiculous to some people uh, because if they don't stream Like ever since like streaming and YouTube came around. I'm like, oh man, I got to play this game And I got to make sure I record it or stream it
2: mm-hmm.
0: I've learned now to get that out of my system when I want to play what? a game when I get a yeah. When I play a game, I'm gonna play a game and it's gonna be for me that's I got to stop thinking that I need to show the world what I want to play because, A, I'm not a, I'm not a great gamer. That That's, like, I'm not MLG pro, and I'm not I'm not a speedrunner when I'm playing these games. Oh, yeah,
1: I know what you
0: mean. Okay. I mean,
1: that is to say I'm there with you, not
0: like, yeah, you suck, dude. Yeah. And, you, you know, you're going to have people in the chat go, well, you know, you're supposed to do that, you're a fucking idiot, man. Like... Yeah, I get that. I just suck at video games.
1: (laughs) Many, many times I've sat down with retro games or something, and something about Twitch or YouTube, uh, OBS or Elgato or my cables or the television or something would be, like, not right, and I would, like, troubleshoot it for, like, 45 minutes, and eventually I got to the point, like, man, I don't fucking do this. I just want to play this game. So I still stream. But sometimes, if it doesn't want to work, I just say, well, it's not going to stream this. Which is a shame, because I want to record that footage so I can use it. But now, like, I was playing um, Legend of Zelda Oracle of Ages, and now I have, like, footage of the first dungeon getting from the second dungeon to the third dungeon, dicking off in the the main world, stuff like that. I don't have to play, but that's okay, because I'm having fun playing that game, and that's why I play games. You know, you got to remember Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. Did I answer your question, by the way?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, that, that's what that's what Question of the Cast is supposed to do, is kick us off with another thing. But you play a bunch of games, and I played. Like, oh, you played Battlefield. Well, but, eh, fuck. Fucking. First Battlef- version, Battlef- sure. I mean, Battlefield. Who the
0: Yeah, it's Battlefield yeah. 5. It's same thing.
1: I mean, Battlefield is my favorite first-person shooter. I love Battlefield.
0: But eh, fuck it. Fuck it, man. <laughs> All right, let's get into some somber. News.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know if anyone has been under the rock in the for last five days, five six. Eight.
0: I think it's been a week.
1: Has it been a week?
0: Yeah. yeah. But
1: yes, Stanley died. Stanley was awesome.
0: But yeah, Stanley passed away. Um, you usually when I see Stanley trend on Twitter, I'm like. Usually it's something stupid, but like, you know, they're, they're blaming him for being a uh, Me Too guy or something like that, or um, he said something political, something that, like, the the left-leaning people hate about him, which they st- they still attack him, but anyway, getting that with seems, That seems silly. Because Stan Lee's,
1: I mean, this is my interpretation from his blurbs his at the end of comics. His politics were, like, super simple. They were just, like, don't be an asshole yeah. and yeah. accept people for the way they are. It's like the easiest fucking way to live.
0: Mm-hmm. It's it, it just people, they like to attack people when they're down. But let's, let's steer away from that because Stan Lee was an amazing creator in these characters, especially like Spider-Man.
1: Yeah, I wonder, I, I honestly wonder who has a bigger footprint on popular culture like just culture of the world as a
0: whole Mm -hmm. like i i sometimes think like if a ufo or aliens come to america and they see us like worshiping these characters like spider-man uh iron man and all them they're probably going to think that they're gods in a way like oh look at this spider-man god or look at this uh Iron Man guy that all these people are admiring. Maybe a- there
1: is there's people um armchair anthropologists like to talk about how uh um Spider Man and Batman and stuff like that are the modern day like our mythos. They're like our Zeus and our Thor our Thor's are Thor's they're Thor but uh it's it is its own like pantheon just because we view it differently, it still occupies that same part of our collective cultural consciousness. And this is getting way off in the weeds um, in like some real academic bullshit. But there is something to that. And I'm not saying we worship them as gods. No, they take the same kind of place that gods once occupied in our collective consciousness.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, Thor's Thor is a god. Thor's the
1: god. And Thor is
0: literally and and Loki, um, Hercules. Hercules.
1: Yep. Um. Hercules.
0: What's great about um Stan Lee is like his. Does DC have a
1: character that's literally the voice of? Uh, sorry, let keep
0: going. No, no, no. <sighs> uh, did they make? Because I think DC kind of nods, you know, respect at Stan Lee because he's part of Marvel. He kind of launched the whole uh, comic craze, and you know, inspired a lot of creators to come up with their own characters.
1: Stanley, along with Jack Kirby, and a made the comics industry what it is. But really, most of the people who created comics as we know it were at DC, I guess. Simon and Schuster,
2: mm-hmm. uh, uh,
1: Finger, and fucking Tom or, uh, Kane, and you know. Stuff.
0: Uh, we kind of knew that his health was getting worse because yeah,
2: the guy was ninety five.
0: Yeah, he was ninety five, and also like Marvel filmed a lot of cameos in the can just in case he did die. Um, really,
2: I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, so I'm I, I'm waiting to see how what cameos he, how many they have left of him. I'm yeah. guessing they probably did at least fifty to a hundred. That's my opinion.
2: Jesus Christ! Really?
0: Yeah, I mean, you,
2: you think they had
1: him like changing costumes fifty to a hundred times and filming a bunch of scenes that would require several takes for his old man brain?
0: No, I I think that what they did is they did it a couple, not a couple of times, but at least spaced it out within a couple of years. The probably like ten here, ten there, and I don't know. Um, but I I do think they have a lot in the bag just so that they could put him in there. Um a lot of people Do you have
1: a favorite Stanley came
0: in. Uh the first uh, amazing Spider-Man when he's in the library. Oh,
1: when he's got the headphones
0: on. Yeah. Yeah. And then my other favorite is in a video game actually, the, the the recent Spider-Man game. Oh, really? Yeah. Where he's in a uh Italian restaurant as a waiter or a cook. And he's just—he's just there. He's like, "Yeah, hey, you didn't like my pasta or something like that." And I thought that was pretty funny. But uh, there's a lot of people also saying that it—it's it, bad taste that if they do put cameos in there. And I'm like, why?
2: No, it's not. blew
0: Yeah, it's like, yeah, he's dead, but he—he fil- he filmed it. That's him. Like maybe CGI might be a little too much. Um, even then, if even if they did CGI, I, I would kind of still respect it because they're kind of giving a nod to Stan Lee because he is the man who created all this. Without him and Jack Kirby, like none of this would be possible. It wouldn't be as big as it is as today. Yeah, and I mean, maybe I would go as far as putting him like Employee of the Year, like at like a certain uh store or something like that or have him on a billboard but i again like i said if they did cgi him as a cameo i wouldn't mind yeah, what, that's fine what's your what's your favorite cameo
1: um i really like i can't remember which iron man it is but uh tony stark taps him on the shoulder he's like hey you and he, whoa, 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 uh, that was hilarious but yeah. the one, I think the best one, I can't remember which Spider-Man it is, but he's like looking at the billboard and it's talking about Spider-Man, shape New York, always so great. And uh, Stan Lee is like standing next to him and, he, and the camera has to pull back to see it. And he's like, I guess it goes to show that one man really can. make it. That <laughs> I really love that one. Like, it's supposed to be cheesy, but what a great message. It's it's the best.
0: Yeah. Spider-Man
1: 2. Spider-Man
0: 2. I actually met Stanley at a New York Comic Con uh, by accident.
1: Um, An
0: accident! You didn't like have to pay thirty dollars. No, he went to go get a hot dog, uh, <laughs> and I was there at the right time. Like nobody, like his handler that was walking him around. Yeah, uh, he he was being surrounded. I'm like, oh, maybe there's like a cosplayer over there, and mm-hmm. I wasn't really paying attention. And then I turned around, and like Stanley was ordering a hot dog next to me, and I kind of just go. Hey, you're Stan Lee. He's like, yes, sir. And <laughs> and I I can I was like, can I just shake your hand? He's like, sure. And he shook my hand because I didn't want to bother him getting a hot dog and be like, can I take a selfie with you?
2: Yeah.
0: And so I I was like, the handshake was good for me. Like it's gonna be in my memory that I shook his hand. So. Well, I'm jealous. <laughs> I I never watched that hand for ten years <laughs> or five years. Um. Anyway, uh, any, what's your favorite comic series?
2: Like of all time?
0: Yeah, like mine is Civil War.
2: Oh, my favorite like story miniseries? Yeah. Oh my god. Um. Zack said, "Zach said, oh. said Spider Man too." That I
0: think. Yeah, he's he telling me what movie that can't.
2: Um, I have no idea.
0: Alright, what's your favorite character in Marvel?
2: Hello? I'm thinking.
0: Oh. <laughs> I thought it, uh, it cut out on me. I'll, I'll give you mine. Mine is Iron Man.
1: Yeah, mine is sometimes Iron Man, but honestly, I think it's Captain America. Like, they did that retarded... That they did that ridiculous thing with um, he was an Hydra agent. I don't know what happened with that because I had stopped reading comics and that was dumb. But I just I've always really liked the consistency with which Cap is written. Mm. Like sometimes he's a goofball or whatever, but he he has very obvious morals and he stands for something that is clearly defined. And th- several writers have given him have used that. To great ends, to, to 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 great means. So I, I think it would be cat.
0: Yeah, uh, Zach says favorite character would be Spidey. Favorite story is Craven's Last Hunt. Oh, that's uh, a good one. I um, wondered if
1: maybe
0: he wouldn't say like an X Men story. What what else can we say about Sand? Sand's a great guy. Um, it's sad that he was gone, but ninety five years old, like. He was on his way out. I mean, it. the farthest I saw anybody go was like 120 years old. And I think he stopped going to cons, I think, last year.
2: Yeah.
0: And it's sad, man. Um, rest in peace, Stan Lee. His uh, legacy will last a lifetime. Literally.
1: It'll last probably forever. Mm-hmm. We'll be talking about him the same way we talk about Leonardo da Vinci. Maybe
0: not. I hope so. Yeah, we're gonna get like reboots. Like it's we're gonna feel so old, like when we're like fifty years old, and then there's just gonna be reboots of Avengers. Then there's gonna be like a new Captain America, new Iron Man. But like, back in my day, Robert Downey Jr. was the best Iron Man. But uh, moving on. Andy, what is this Game Informer thing that you have here?
1: What do I like have here? Oh, it's a follow-up to uh we were talking about uh, Nintendo's coming down on people, telling them to stop distributing ROMs. Mm-hmm. And um, two people who ran one of those websites have... Now, there is a huge misconception about the story of the internet, and that's because when everyone gets their news, all they do is read the headlines because they're idiots. Mm-hmm. I actually read some of the stories regarding this. And people are taking it to mean they've lost a case. Nintendo has made them pay $12 million. That's not what happened. They settled out of court for $12 million. So there's an important distinction there. And that is that um, Nintendo had such great proof of damages that the couple thought that they were going to lose. So they went out of their way to settle out of court. And then not only did they settle out of court, they settled for 12 They settled. For twelve million dollars, meaning they had twelve million dollars to give them.
0: Wait, the ROM people have twelve yes. million. Yes, dude.
1: Yeah, it's possible that they're gonna like declare bankruptcy and do some like legal finagling and kind of get out of most or all of it. But the fact of the matter remains that were people distributing ROM uh, ROMs online. Uh, it nonetheless. We 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 ad and we talked about the this is a gray area blah blah blah, blah. we gotta preserve culture if that's the most important to me. But did these people have fucking twelve million dollars from ad revenue? Probably, from selling, probably from not selling but from giving away uh this intellectual property to children and also to you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But that's that's what blew me away because I was I was done I was kind of ready to drop this but I was like whoa wait they decided twelve million dollars was all right what the fuck
0: yeah I think that's where pretty much uh, every company has a legal right to sue uh, people that are having their copyrights and making money off of it literally yeah
1: um where have they been for the last like twenty years this isn't a new thing I I, I thought it was weird Nintendo just now started.
0: Yeah, and you you know my opinion on this. I was like, yeah, yeah. They, if you're gonna take these sites down with all these ROMs and stuff, then you go make it possible for me to go buy your game. Like Nintendo, yeah. I would have to buy a Wii U or a Wii to get their old games because they have the Virtual Console in there.
1: Look, if it's available, then more power to you. That's why I was saying like, oh, you downloaded Parasite Eve, and again, I'm not, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to like turn you in or anything, but but you can get Parasite Eve on the PlayStation Network on your, uh, on a Vita or a PlayStation 3 or,
2: mm-hmm. or something
1: yeah. like Sony and Square has made that game available. So, but on the other hand, if it was a game that they had never made available, if it was... um. If it was an English-hacked copy of Robert Mondu, which is the, the the sequel to Jumping Flash 2, something that has never been available in the English-speaking world, uh, no problem. Pirate that all day. I did. But that's 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 the gray areas. Where are we going to draw them? And obviously, it should be drawn at stuff they're offering. T- I don't percent. know. That's not to say they're not going to offer something on the road. But it's going to devalue that product when it hits the market if you've already downloaded it for
0: See, from a corporation point of view, I see what they're doing. They're like, hey, guys, these mini consoles that the people are doing, let's fucking do that. That's going to bring us a lot of money, and we're only going to give, like, 20 games.
1: Sony's got one now. Sega's so worth
0: mm-hmm. And it's bullshit because, all right, if you want to make money off of these ROMs, uh, like corporations, then you know what? Why don't you go on your Nintendo.com, your PlayStation.com, and your Xbox.com you put a little section where you could download ROMs and stuff and have a little gaming pass. Be like, hey, you want to play our ROMs? Then, you know, you buy this $25 a year um, retro pass and you could, you know, buy, you could download any of these emulators. But no, from a corporation point of view, is like, I got to think of ways to steal money from you so that you can play it a little bit at a time.
1: You know who's ahead of the game on this? Microsoft. Isn't mm-hmm. that crazy? Microsoft is the company that is doing the most to make you able to play their old games
2: mm-hmm. because they're
1: they're always patching in backwards compatibility. You can play a ton of Xbox and 360 games on your Xbox One. Play a ton of Xbox games on your 360. That's that's fantastic. I want that from everyone. Every console should have as much backwards compatibility as possible and as big of a virtual console as possible.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I realize that costs money.
0: Well, it's so it's just you know. Corporations being greedy, they're like, yeah.
1: Trust, trust me. I, I, I keep sounding like I'm on the side of corporations, but you know, fuck corporations. All they want from me is money. But I want from them a good product.
0: But you know you how you know how much money these corporations would make if they had a retro pass. Keep in mind, there's still going to be people that are going to be doing stuff illegally. But people, oh, yeah. all day, every day. But people who want to be, you know, truthful and honest and buy their retro pass. Let's say you have a half a million people get the retro pass. That's a lot of dough going to your corporation to play yeah, old 25, games.
1: 25, yeah. For basically nothing. That's all not like you got to print cases or anything like that. Mm-hmm. You don't have to, uh, you don't have to pay for the rights. You already own the
0: rights. Yeah. But like I said, they want to have these little mini systems and give you a little at a time. And then I bet you as the years go by, you're going to see the, the Sony classic, Two, and then you're going to get another 20 games that are going to be, yeah. Different. yeah,
1: yeah I mean, I, I think they've already kind of shed their hand with that, and in in just due to the fact that the American and Japanese PlayStation classes have different game genres.
0: Mm-hmm. and it's sad.
1: I, I, there's there's one, one last addendum to this that uh, you know, I just kind of want to clear my name a but uh, I, I read uh, a very good article, and the guy had set it up by saying, The more I wrote this article, the pissed off I got. And it was someone just doing an op-ed about the cancellation of Filmstruck. And again, this is something that might belong more overall to trouble. But uh, it's it's relevant to this. And he was talking about how, like, this is the only way you can watch a lot of the way that you can stream them. These companies aren't putting this on disk. And frankly, if you're going to take away the ability for us to watch these movies, we're going to find a way to watch these movies, and we're going to do it for And that is absolutely my mantra. If you If you don't offer something to me, I'm going to get online and I'm going to pirate it. I'm going to do that every fucking time. Mm -hmm. So unless you want to make a service, if you want to make a a virtual console entry, if you want to put something on DVD, fine. If I want it bad enough, I'll definitely buy that. But if you have the rights to something and you won't release it, fuck you. I'm going to pirate that.
0: Yep. And I I think that's a good way to close out that story. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, On to other, like, this this was shocking news that came out of nowhere for, for at least for me.
1: I think you are way more interested in this than I am. I felt bad because you you hit me up with this and I was like, yeah, who fucking cares?
0: Yeah, <laughs> I kind of knew that you were just like good. Because,
1: <laughs> that's, just, that's just who I am.
0: Because I was like, holy shit, Sony's gonna be e three, and then Andy was like, good, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I <didn't see> that. <laughs> and I'm <Fuck> like. <laughs> Because there's a lot of rumors going, hey, they're working on PlayStation 5. I'm like, E3 is coming around. You would think that they would now uh, at least reveal it at E3, and then at PSX, they would, you know, reveal the system.
1: I mean, behind closed doors, Sony and Microsoft is definitely working on the next generation of hardware. They'd be stupid not. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. E3 is like, I like to get excited for E3, too. I love to watch. um pressers and talk about oh man Ghost of Tsushima is awesome I can't wait to play that game, the game was awesome but uh, and of course I'm always excited for another glance at Death Stranding just so that I can be more confused than I was prior Mm -hmm. but I mean E3 is just a big old corporate jerk off, it's just they're all you know Uh, I feel like there's less and less substance and more flash I'm glad that they're getting away from stuff like pre-rendered trailers, but there's a lot of companies like Ubisoft that still do this thing where there's like a trailer, and you can tell it's people reading a script. Mm-hmm. Like they did it with the division, both the division, big reveal trailers. And they always do it with trailers for um, Rainbow Six Siege. I roll my eyes every time because it's obvious people are just reading this dumb script. And I don't I don't know. I, f- I just don't feel like there's a lot of substance to these events. I love watching trailers. I'm always going to tune in for every Nintendo Direct that I can because I'm a huge chump. And, you know, Death Stranding and Ghost of Tsushima, uh, Cyberpunk 2077. Yeah, all these trailers knock my dick stiff. But, man, why all that money? Something they could have just put on YouTube.
0: True. But I guess I'm nostalgia when it comes to that because when you think of E3, that was like the Super Bowl of revealing games.
1: you are absolutely right. It's it's a um, what's what's a phrase? I'm trying. It's like a cultural touchstone. I'm using the word culture a lot in this episode.
0: <laughs> and with E3, I kind of look at it as like a a holiday and future catalog of games that I'm gonna I'm gonna buy. Sure. And it gets me excited for games like that. Now, keep in mind, from a corporate uh, standpoint. Yeah, if they just go start doing like directs like uh, Nintendo, uh I w- I wouldn't mind that, but I I still think they need to have a presence on the the show floor of yeah. the the consoles, which they're not even doing that either. So, they're like, not they're not weird. Yeah, they're not going to have a conference and they're not going to have any uh floor space at E3, which kind of
2: su-
0: sucks. Up. Yeah, which kind of sucks for like partners and stuff like You would think games like Death Stranding and uh, Last of Us 2, you would want to show off on the show floor.
1: Imagine how killer um, Xbox's presser is going to be if they get to do reveals for the
0: the prospect. Well, Phil Spencer on Twitter was like, uh, hey guys, we're going to be at E3 if you want to see us. So he kind of poked fun at uh, Sony doing that. I love when that happens. How could you not? Mm Mm-hmm. And they need to capitalize. If Xbox does not capitalize on this moment, they, they're they taking the knee until pretty much the next console that comes out. Yeah. But I, I would think you would want to have, you know, maybe one of the exclusives, maybe hurry up the process. Not hurry up to the process where you're going to have a broken game like Bethesda games, but just enough to go, wow, you know, this game is coming out before fucking... Xbox 360 X2 or something like that. And wow,
1: this game, it's amazing.
0: Mm-hmm. So, and plus, you would want to get, like, third-party support, so maybe Call of Duty might come back to Xbox since they're going to have E3 presence, maybe?
1: I don't know. I think that's money. That's money behind the curtain right there.
0: Mm-hmm. Maybe Sony will go, hey, we'll give you double if you still stay with us, even though we're not going to E3, but...
1: Somebody's got to do something. They've got, they've got too many irons in the fire to just be like, hey, we're not going to show anything.
0: Mm-hmm. I really
1: think they'll, they'll go the direct route, the Nintendo direct route. That's what I want to see. That's what I want every company to do. I think every company should just like, you know, edge itself and then give us everything at once, once in a while.
0: What if they do this? What if they say, yeah, technically we're not going to be at E3, but here's a link of stuff we're working on. And, you know, they do a stream on, like, Twitch or YouTube and stuff. And kind of like the Nintendo Direct. And they go, by the way, uh PS5 is coming out. You want to see it? uh We're going to reveal it at PSX for uh December 2019. And that's when they go full head of speed of, you know, PlayStation 5 stuff.
1: Well, yeah, that does kind of beg the question. They said they're not going to E3. I mean, obviously, they'll be at their own PSX bullshit. But are they going to go to, like... The Tokyo Game Show and GamesCon.
0: I don't know. Uh, so far, they didn't go to the 2018 PSX. They canceled that, and then they canceled huh. E3. That's uh, really
2: weird.
0: Yeah, I. Well, the, the thing that I heard is that people were giving them shit for the last E3, which you should get shit because you put it in two different venues. Like you had them in and a this, church, this and then you moved them.
2: That. If they do it
1: direct, then we don't have to wait ten minutes for people to get out of one setting to another while we watch three idiots at a desk make small,
0: yeah, yeah, and but it's still their fault for doing that though like did they, did they, did they really think this is gonna be cool that they're gonna be in the same church as you know Ellie kissing that girl uh in a church, you know moving those people and having that intermission and to only show you four or five trailers that we already know the game's about.
2: It was four. Four trailers.
0: Mm-hmm. <sighs> so, I, I, I get it that, you know, they don't have anything to show, but you have that stranding and uh maybe more updates on Last of Us that maybe might get told during E3. But it, it's big news because... They have a big show floor, and I wonder what's going to replace that. Maybe Xbox is going to buy more space. Maybe.
1: Maybe E3 will get smaller. (sighs) (laughs)
0: That breaks your heart, doesn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Or maybe it's going to be one big Fortnite tournament section. I don't know. But that's all the news. I mean, I don't remember anything besides... um, a youtuber Young Yeah and uh J Jason Schreider from Kotaku having a battle on Twitter and then they talked on YouTube or something like that. I don't know if you're familiar with that.
2: <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> was
0: was that the chair or your mouth? That
1: was my mouth. It uh, was that my <throat> mouth on my
0: on the the crook of my arm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty much stupid, it's just Kotaku who doesn't really care about YouTubers, and then YouTubers getting offended, and then, you know, them, them trying to have a discussion, and it's just a bit, you know, drama on, on YouTube, it's dumb. Yeah,
1: 2018 was weird for me, I used to like them, I swear, every month something has happened that has made me hate them, the
0: <laughs> national
1: And it's all, like, little things, but, you know,
0: they have. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, no other news. I mean, besides, uh, I mean, there's news for us. We have uh, Escape from Award Show is our gaming award show that we're working on. We still have uh, some nominees we need to work out. But the next episode, I believe. He's talking
1: to me. I have to work out my nominees. He was trying to put it nice, but I don't fucking
0: know.
1: Some of this is like best sound design. I don't know. Damn it.
0: I mean some of them I did research by the way. I I go, "Oh, you know, this game sounds pretty cool." And I put in, I put it in there.
1: I'm just going I'm just going to nominate the same two games for every category, including both best game and worst game.
0: <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh pretty much uh next episode we'll, we'll announce the nominees and then you'll get ready to vote them. Uh it'll be on a website that I will have Andy hand out to uh people. And I'll hand out to people and I'll say it on the air. We're and... going to stand on street
1: corners and give people flyers.
0: Yep. That's what, exactly what we're going to do.
1: We're going to wear a sandwich board that says the end of near, the end of the world season. That's what the back <laughs>
0: <laughs> But, yeah. Uh, I think we'll end this episode here. Uh, to catch us, we're on uh, btilp.podbean.com. Uh, we're also on iTunes, so make sure you review us. Um, we also on YouTube on Metal Gear Nemesis. We're pretty much. I upload it to YouTube. Oh, no, I upload it to Podbean and Podbean uploads it to YouTube. So it's kind of like a good system for me. So that
1: YouTube uploads it to, to to fucking Pornhub.
0: Yes, we are also on Pornhub. We're on there with
1: all the all the gun nuts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Under midget porn. That's where we're at. Escape yeah, from. We're,
1: we're both very short. <laughs>
0: And uh, yeah, uh, we, we hopefully we'll have Quest done for you. Hopefully I'll we'll have Parasite Eve done. And uh, just now we're recording. I think the... Fucking, Hello? Yep, Twitch knocked us out. That's good timing. But uh, yeah, we're going to end the episode. Yeah, it's not coming back. We're just going to go based off of the recording. So this is where we'll end, and uh, we'll see you guys later as, we you know, we're dropping frames and disconnecting from Twitch. Bye, guys.
2: <laughs> that, oh, there you are.
0: Oh, are we're back on Twitch?
2: Oh, I don't know. I, I Twitch
1: cut out, and I can hear you several times.
0: Oh, God. And, well, I'll do it again. Until next time, guys, we'll see you later.
2: But <laughs> thanks for listening. <laughs>